Hello, and welcome to the DMs Book Club. A book, a book club? No, it is a book club. <laughs> no, wait, no. we should read. We should redo that. Yes, the, we should uh, do that. DMs Film Club, yeah. DMs Film Club. Oh my god. Okay, sure. And welcome to the DMs Film Club, a podcast where we normally we look at books, but today we're looking at a film related to D&D lore and discuss how mm. we thought about it. Uh, my name is Fiona <laughs> and with me as ever is my co-host, Hamilton. Hello. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I didn't think that worked, but it doesn't matter. We're, we'll, so, well, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. We'll keep it's fine. going. It's yeah. fine. How are you, Hamilton? I'm okay. Yeah. I, as I said to you earlier, I was just busy editing all, yeah. all day. So I'm just a little bit bit frazzled yeah frazzled from that listen to myself enough so i might be quiet (laughs) (laughs) no i'm really a big fan of editing like because you i can lose hours to it because when when there's a deadline i'm like i need you to work uh so it's i I love and hate it at the same time so i I get that feeling there but my news is that i have finally finished my level 20 campaign from the weekend i know and we talked we talked about it we're going to probably do an episode on it at some point as in like what do we do at the end of a campaign have people got to the end of campaigns because you've mm. come to an end of a campaign with your dragon high stuff and yep. i've run one shots which act like campaigns so even though there should be one shot they go for nine sessions and stuff so i've been yeah. on, and i've been on both sides in terms of a dm or a games master and, and ending both. bowies as well and ending bows of course yeah 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 it's exciting stuff but that's not what we're here to talk about today mm. so hamilton What's our topic of choice? It might have given it away in the early intro. We are going to be talking about Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. I don't know why I did it in that voice. I have no idea where that came from. In a world where... In a world where Dungeons and Dragons exist. Where bards can be leaders of parties and nobody questions it. (laughs) It makes a lot of sense that a bard would be a leader of party. Well, you jump right in with one of my first, like... Mm question marks yes. on the whole thing is yes where's the magic from the bard yes bard's an epic spellcasting mm-hmm. thing where i'm hoping mm. that this is like a bit of storytelling not requiring any more like adding too many layers on in the first I, I'm, I'm jumping right in here sorry but no, like go for it Adding too many layers on those uninitiated mm-hmm. to see that someone who's got a loot just magically makes magic because it could cause confusion. And does everyone who played music make mm. magic? So I'm imagining uh, episode two, uh, a number two, a number two. I'm assuming there will be a if sequel. Make money. <laughs> a sequel. That's what I'm looking for. That maybe this magical ability would then mm. emanate or uh, you know appear. That's the first thing that just was like. So he doesn't do anything. <laughs> he literally is just a planner. <laughs> which is which is one of the jokes. So, so what do you do? Yeah. So I plan. And you're like, that's it. Because as we all I mean, know... it's no- very important in any D&D game. Well, I, as you know, there was it. Any plan never survives contact with the players. So... That's one thing out of, for, for me, a yeah, myriad of interesting things. No, no, no. I think it's a good one to start on. So how did you find the film overall? What's Overall. Like, yeah, eight, what out ten, eight, eight out of ten. Solid. Eight out of ten. I absolutely came away really happy with the movie. Great. Fundamentally was like, as a movie, not yes. as a D&D movie, but as a movie right. that is competing on the stage of any Marvel movie, mm-hmm. which all it fundamentally says, what I've said for many years, every Marvel movie is just a D&D campaign. Yes. Basically, <laughs> and particularly like Shang Chi, for example, which is the ultimate mm. Feywild adventure, yes. is is that it, it competes on that level. Mm-hmm. And I actually I thought it was 
more heartwarming and had that little tinge of the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. of people and a little less like extreme levels of violence <laughs> that yes. you have in it's very considered and um, much more like palatable level yes. of violence i just thought it was a good movie i thought yeah. i mean not that i don't like violence i just think for a, one that you're putting yeah. as a 12a or mm. putting out there for everyone to enjoy i think it hits all the notes pretty well actually you know there are problems it's not a 10 out of 10 it's no. not a 9 out of 10 it's not 8 out of 10 when The Godfather's on that scale. Do you know what I mean yes. as well? But it's yeah. like, for what it is, it's definitely yeah. a good shout, I felt. Okay. I thought it was a 5 out of 10. Oh! <laughs> oh! I am oh, pretty... I'm so ready for the spicy, no. the spicy so, responses. One thing, so one thing I want to say up front is that, yeah. and I agree with some of the more later reviews that have come out recently about it, because obviously it's been overwhelmingly positive. Mm. Yeah. And, and I think one thing for me is that if I was going to tell someone, like, what is it about? What is this mm-hmm. all about? I wouldn't necessarily tell them the story of what it's about. And I'm sure yeah. we can talk about it a little bit here. It feels like you are hearing someone going, you never guess what happened in our last session. And then it's proceeding to tell you about that last session as a one shot, which has way too many elements put in and too many bits and pieces. And yeah. inst- the one thing I would instantly say, absolutely, this is definitely the first and possibly a trilogy or a group mm-hmm. of films. Again, for, for a setup, I thought it was good. But because of the way this story was, the editing, I will say, all over the place for me, uh, there was a really, it was a bit long in the setup. I don't care about the setup per Mm -hmm. se. I think we should have just cut straight to the action and then like, how did we end up here? And then having how the team came together rather than just focus on one point, do the whole backstory rather than eke it out a little bit. But again, that's how I do my role-playing games. I like to find out the information later. Yeah. I think this would have been better as a TV series to fill out that whole thing. And I think Critical yes. Role su- suffers from the same thing, the animated show, where they take little bits of highlights and you're like, but some of this doesn't make sense. You're like, ah, oh, but if you'd watched the 400 hours of backstory... I do this- agree with the pacing. I just wanted to jump yeah, in there. Please, I think please. that's something really interesting to note because I felt it definitely felt like it was two one-shots mm. and the Paladin turned up oh. uh, at the end of one-shot one yeah. and they went... Fuck, we've got like 10 minutes to go. <laughs> so hurry up with the paladin bit and we'll jump yeah. as a dragon. Yeah, I, I kind of feel that. One thing I really loved was the solutions they came to up to things. So like how they got people out of the Colosseum at the end was like, yeah. we're going to do this with the, you know, so it's using magical items, using the... Yeah, felt, the portal it, was really great into the mirror and I really loved yeah, the picture. It, I loved you know that. what? It, it felt like they'd played a D&D session and someone yeah. gone... How about this as a plan? Yeah, and it exactly. felt very D and D in that sense of like, oh, this should not work, but it does. And it's that rule of course. I really enjoyed those solutions because it felt very much like something again I would do in a D and D campaign that we're going to do these crazy things, totally and they just agree. so happened to work. So I really, I really enjoyed both getting into the vault and both trying to get people out of the, the stadium. I thought that was really, really cool. The other thing, mm. um, and this is my biggest criticism, and I appreciate this is probably going to color a lot of my review. So D&D, for me, has always been, it is a group game and everyone gets their moment to shine. And that obviously helps when you have longer campaigns, you know, and people can take the spotlight, etc. Mm. Problem with this one shot, it is a heist about one guy and his motivations and everyone else helping in. Now, they do have incredibly thin backstories. 
I feel like the female characters in it don't really get a good look in. And when they do get a little bit of a look in, like the Barbarian story, and I mean, mm. I appreciate it. I'm saying that I love Barbarians. I, Holger, I thought was great. Mm. She didn't really have much to work with. And neither did Doric, the druid, who had like, I don't like humans uh, because of this. And that kind of just went away. She's a badass, you know, druid has some really cool sequences, but then kind of gets lumbered with Simon. And then, of course, the villain. I know you're laughing so hard. Mm. Now. The villain, this incredible, cool uh, red wizard who all she really does is stand around looking very menacing and has one cool interaction with presumably Vecna. Spoilers. No, uh, Sastan. Sastan, there you go. I got that wrong then. Some really cool bits. But so what? It, kind of, it just kind of felt like so, there was too many characters to make it work in such a tight, tight time thing. And I just mm. felt we skipped some really important things. So at the beginning, I really didn't like the beginning because it obviously sets up, it felt a bit of, bit of faff but also it sets up with an orc being put into reveler's end and it's like oh we've got the bard who's knitting and then you've got holger who's just eating potatoes and then the orc goes and goes well i'm going to go and try and sexually harass holger technically that's what happens and you think to yourself what would be cool is that he goes and tries to beat up the bard and the whole i don't know anything else i know what you mean there was that was definitely i felt that at the beginning i thought yeah i did think it was a little bit Right. It's on the nose, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's trying but to that's like... where the difference between an eight and a ten. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, they... no, no, no. I agree. Yeah. It just felt a little bit in places. The writing, mm. some of the writing, I will say, was brilliant and really funny. I laughed. Mm. I know, weird. Yeah. Um, but some of it was a bit like, oh, some exposition and exposition. And some of the jokes, some of the visual jokes were really good. Like there's a whole scene with intellect devourers. And yeah. of course they all wander past all that sort of thing. And you get the joke. And then someone goes, points out that that was a joke or some mm. points to it, which again was pointed out in one of the reviews. And I was like, yeah, I could have just left it. Because we get the joke as in like these intellect devourers don't pay you've attention. You've got to understand. I know. And I don't, I totally disagree with this. A lot of Marvel films do this as well. They do, I think as well, yeah. which is like, they're playing to a, to like mm. low and com- lowest common denominators, the yeah. theory that everyone says. And so with that, they, which I think is really unfair because it really belittles the audience yes. and states that the audience isn't clever enough to get it. Agreed. But there is definitely someone exec you can hear them going, you better like make sure someone says that's a joke because they'll miss it. And everyone else in the room has gone, no, they'll get it. And they I go, know. no, I'm the one with the money bag. So, yeah, so you do it. Yeah. It did feel to me like if it didn't have the D&D branding on, it would just be a generic fantasy film. And am I going to watch it again? Maybe. But I want to talk about the positives because I appreciate that's a Mm. lot of negative, which sort of undermines quite a lot of what I was looking for. I want to say how cool the visual effects were, particularly Mm. in the final combat. All the combat effects were great. All the combat, but... Time Stop, incredible. Oh, Time Stop was so cool. That was spell, underused spell as well. I love that spell. I think, yeah, yeah, it was all very interesting. I did think Simon, I know I said before off podcast, I was like, I'm not looking forward to Simon. I actually thought his character was really interesting. And the whole idea of being like attunement and being sort of like you're Mm. in your own way, that is like a pure D&D, like you could play that in a game, that sort of thing. Uh, But it kind of just, again, it's that sort of thing where I wish... I don't know. I wish other people had the same spotlight as that. I agree with you on this. And I think that when you think of like the development, even of the main character, uh, Chris Pine's character, I've forgotten his name now. Well, exactly. That's the other thing. Uh, Eldrin? It was called Ed, wasn't he? I'm calling him Ed. Yeah. But I do agree. I just want to say, I wanted to agree with you completely Hmm. because they got brought up. Simon's the only name I remember. (laughs) Yeah, Simon's the only name. And Holger, because they say that a lot, actually. 
and Doric, because I was thinking, oh, Doric columns. That's type of yeah, column. Yeah. But I, but I wanted to agree with you because they, they yes. talked about like how well maybe he's saying stuff, but it's like, oh, that's like a you know bardic inspiration. But I mean, even then, I was like, you don't see him doing magic. There's you no magic. See, There's yeah. no like, and so, sucks. and I was kind of, yeah, I want some, I wanted more of the like inspirations. I think that was the only thing that I was like, I'm not angry, like, oh, they're turning into an no, elf. No. Because that was freaking cool. And if they made Wild Shape more like that, then yes, that would be great because that's what Wild Shape should be. Like, yeah. badass, but it's not. I also want to speak to some people like, oh, it's the arguments come back going, oh, that's not a tiefling. I'm like, I do not give a fuck. Like, you well, know, like... If anyone wants to go, as I said multiple times about the 2E tiefling table, yes. is yeah. that a tiefling is actually a much more rounded relationship to all the lower planes. And exactly. as such, the original tiefling, there was a table that you could take the traits that, you know, to have loads of traits in the planescape books about, you know, if it, you get horns or not, if you have a tail or not, if you have a yeah. spike tail or a fork tail or a no tail. We've got used to in 5e and in the modern era of, particularly of D&D, of mm -hmm. a particular look of a tiefling. But a tiefling is is a much more varied and ranged sort of mm -hmm. character. So that's just like there's a, the gatekeepers that don't even you know, don't even know what they're talking about. Do you know what I mean? It's that sort of crap. It's like you're gatekeeping, but you don't even, which is stupid in its first place, but not even knowing the law is silly. I know. I think someone made a really good comparison and I'm going to say Dice Maker made a very good comparison and I do agree with this a little bit. I, this is supposed to be with the heist sort of elements, bringing people together, taking back what they've stolen from them. It's supposed to be a little bit like Guardians of the Galaxy. And when yeah. you look at Guardians of the Galaxy, you've got a tree person, you've got a raccoon, yeah. and you've got yeah. a green-skinned lady. Like, you have a lot more of diversity. You don't even have to explain it. Yeah, you don't but have to explain it. that's the difference that between a D&D &D session and an on-D&D &D session, which is yeah. in the D&D &D session, you feel like you have to explain True. all these things. And I think also they're trying to build their lore. And so, like, mm. I get that. But you didn't need to explain what a tiefling yeah. was. You don't need... Well, no. They didn't. They, they didn't really. They didn't, they they didn't just, really. I totally agree. And also, Gamora and her relationship with Nebula is a much more dynamic one of the one so interesting a really story. great mm. two female characters and amazing actresses in themselves as well like absolutely yeah. incredibly played through the whole way through the I whole agree. Marvel again got so much more time to develop that yes. than other movies but you still got it from pretty early on it yes. wasn't completely as developed as it does become and I think again <laughs> The Chris's <laughs> take Chris, a, yeah, I know. Chris, Chris P and Chris P. Uh, you know, <laughs> they do take the majority of the story. I think the relationships, though, that Holger does gain, and I think is important mm. to remember, is the relationship with the daughter. I forgot yes. the name of the daughter, and I does think it, that doesn't is... matter. She's, she's... <laughs> no, but, yeah. but again, I think it's unfair to say that there's no development there because I no. think there's a development between her relationship and the daughter, and like it is played in relationship to yes. Chris Pines because it's like mm -hmm. she cares much more for her than him in some respects because she Agreed. sees the mother. Yeah. But I think that development was critical. And I don't Agreed. think, I just think in my mind, it's not like sometimes you can find, like I'd say with Doric's character, if Doric wasn't there, the movie wouldn't be very different. But if Holger wasn't there, the movie wouldn't exist. Agreed. It didn't hit me how like this connection to the daughter with Holger was until, spoilers, she dies. <laughs> and then we have a whole montage of stuff. And I was like, I would have yeah. loved that, like more more signal 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 boosting, but more signaling that like yeah. that she's like, well, we need to go back because I think it was yeah, the only subtle one was when they first meet the daughter for the second time, and yeah. she runs the whole girl. Yeah, exactly. And you can tell, and I think that was when you were like, but again, it's playing on Chris Pine's 
yeah. you know, self-involvement, yes. <laughs> if you know what I mean, character, Ed's character, which is he only sees his relationship to his wife and to yeah. his, you know, relationship between people and him. He's yeah. not actually what his learning experience is, I'm not the center of the universe in some yeah. respects. What? Uh, yeah, I know, but that's the kind of <laughs> no. part of the, the story think, in some respects. Yeah, I no, I, I agree with that. I think how do you pronounce his name? The paladin's name is X-E-N-K, like Zenik? Zenk. 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 Zenk, I think is how yeah. his name. Yeah, the paladin. From the movie promotional stuff, you think he's a proper part of the party, yeah. but then he just turns up. So I was I was a kind of bit, I felt a kind he's of bad. The, the NPC who just turns yeah. up and then how, the well, NPC really, wasn't he? But the NPC, absolutely. Yeah. Well, this is the thing I do want to say. Whilst the writing in places and maybe some of the characterizations I felt I was a bit ugh, about, I will say... Mm. I thought all the performances across the board were quite solid. You can tell people were enjoying being their characters. Like I think like Zenk as a as a character, this paladin, like played so well. There are certain like tropes we're trying to hit in. It's this is the paladin who's good and true and doesn't deviate, but is is the cool guy. Like everyone's in, enamored by this person. You know, there's jokes with him and stuff like that. And I was just like, I would have liked to see him earlier. Like he just turns up to move the plot along a little bit and then he disappears. And I'm like, but he's such a badass. Why would you not say, hey, can you stay with us to go finish the thing? Yeah. Going back against the writing stuff, I just felt the motivation to do this heist was a bit rubbish. I thought what would have been better, because this Forge character, this um, Hugh Grant character, mm. who's basically retreading his Paddington 2 evil villain era, which I Oh love. yeah, I thought he was very much Paddington 2 villain, yeah. just transposed into a different... Like, I mean, he's... He's come from it. that world he's been banished he found a portal when he was yeah. in the Paddington 2 jail and they are connected and they never went it yeah it's the same <laughs> it's just moved from prime it's plane shifted I do think that the device of the MacGuffin of being oh he's taken his daughter I was like I felt like well, he has no real reason to do that what I thought would be better is it's about the greed it is about yeah. they did a heist it goes wrong Forge takes all the money and yeah. now has set himself up as a lord of Neverwinter and it's about like we're gonna go revenge because he fucked us but they over. went for the feels that's why and I kind of wish they didn't i kind of wish it was a bit of a reveal that oh i also have your daughter and have that sort of i felt guilty about it but as a mm. result it just feels like it's kind of wedged in here that we have a daughter who i mean again you could have replaced her with a lampshade and nothing else would have changed that's true that's <laughs> i just kind of was like Meh, whatever so i, I mean think, it pick, i yeah. think as a parent it picks up on those parent things and so it's just gonna hit yeah, yeah that's what it is that's, it's an that's easy, fair easy that's jab fair. it's an easy, easy jab. jab that's all it's not great i think the couple of like things that you're just like the DMs mm. had to wave is like, why didn't they kill him when they oh came God. back? Like, why would they put them in the games? Like, that is one of those moments when you go like, well, I don't want to kill my characters, so yeah. we'll put you in the games. Yeah. You know, it's like, that was the only thing. I just think, make them escape and accidentally yeah. end up in the games. Or Absolutely. Like that. That's I what think, I would have yeah, been so much make, more fun. Some of the stuff was like, it makes no sense, but they have to do these certain set pieces. And I will say yeah. the game section, really cool. And mm. I wanted to say, like, I know I talked about combat earlier. The thing about that final combat, mm. there's a moment where they're all just wailing on Safina. Uh, mm. And it feels like it's how combat works in D&D. It's like mm. six second round. And she's like, Psst. yeah. Like and it yeah, just felt really, really cool as a result. Mm. I was like, yeah, this feels good. the magic items were quite fun. Yeah, the, like the animatronics or the the visual effects. The Aracocra. Oh, ja ja what's his name? Oh, um, Jonathan. 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 Instantly, I'm like, that's an NPC for my game because I've just thought oh, this cool yeah. person that turns up and it's oh, Jonathan, don't do it again. Um, I I know I saw some comments about the Tabaxi, Jonathan. and I was like, I mean, they were fine. 
compared to the rest of the thing, I didn't. They're not like a main character, but it's because oh, like, they're CGI'd instead of being yeah, animatronic. Being visual and I was like, ah, it weren't a big part of it compared to say no. Jonathan or that Dragonborn on the council, which was really. Did you see the video of the guy doing the voice, <sighs> the motion capture? It's incredible. So good. Yeah, I so hope there's a making of. I think there's like really so, so much to be seen there. I'm actually tempted to get like the art book or something because mm. I just, I just think the visual of it, all the stuff. Was yeah. really they've put a lot of money into that and i think that coupled with the performances was mm. really good but i do feel i think the thing for me is that the story let me down quite a bit i'm hoping that there is more and i will definitely go see more of them but i don't think yeah. i'm going to rewatch this film again but then again like see i went to see last jedi the first time and i watched mm. it twice and i didn't like that movie but you watched it twice <laughs> yeah i watched it twice i got a free ticket because they left the lights on in the first showing but i was really yeah which was really annoying in the cinema they hadn't turned all the lights oh. dimmed so it was, wow. so i kind of complained and they gave me a free ticket that movie i just wanted to see it again because i didn't i just wanted to understand mm. it as well so i want to see it again because i think first time round, i've gone in and i've really loved it and now i'm hearing more people i like and i was like yeah i think that's kind of what it is but i do feel i need to see it again because i was just there was so much of it going on yeah i feel like i don't want to see it again but also i'm very aware that i yeah. went in and i was desperately trying to be like just no don't yeah. think about anything yeah. when i saw the trailer i thought the trailer looks really good but mm. then there was more of these things come out and obviously when they use trailers and they use quite a significant part of the film for stuff and mm. i'm like oh don't do that because it means that they're appealing to a wide audience they want people who aren't D D to mm. come in but then you think to yourself yeah. like the stuff that they were mentioning perhaps you're like well what what is the audience are we getting more people to come in and play the game or are we just mm. putting it out to the already D D audience so i don't know how they would have done it like you know i yeah. don't i don't think anything i could have come up with better but i've always been of that opinion of like any adaptation of anything mm. like it has to get that adaptation yeah. across and been better if you see what i mean so no i, I do yeah. i think so but i think i thought it was going to be a five and i really i thought it, it i think it i th agree with I, all the points you made i yeah. just kind of think maybe it's just because i'm just an idiot then no, like just no, in my no, lower no, comment it did enough to like i think i was like it's in forgotten realms tick that's really yes. good i'm really happy about that oh yes. it's got elminster in it Yes, it's yeah. you know they mention Mordenkainen they, they go to Neverwinter which is cool they mention yes. Baldur's Gate and we see the spine of the world we see and, like the yeah. Rime of the Frostmaiden place you know yeah, we see exactly. all these cool places I was so like yeah. happy about like all those little things I was like great like, there's, um, there's mentions of like the Harpers and the, yeah the Harpers uh, and, and the Emerald Enclave and I was like oh like but and it also wasn't like by the way these are the Harpers and blah 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 like it was just like yeah. a general sort of thing and I, I like that it very simple it didn't explain the Emerald Enclave enough at all it just, yeah it gave a very like they're a very interesting uh, yeah. group of people and they become quite important and i was quite like they could have explained a little bit more Agreed. about their um or their have designs. a few more people like just wandering about maybe telling doric though you should trust them and you should go out and they explore but doric's relationship yeah. to nature could have been much more played upon because that's the hemel wrong claims like like druidic yeah. well and also the relationship that they're destroying their land that was hardly ever really mentioned upon yeah. and there's a really interesting one in Uncaged. Caged? Yeah. In Uncaged, uh, the one that I use is uh, one shot, I've forgotten the name. But in oh, that, yes, the Dryads one. Yeah. Um, the Night's yes, Watch. Exactly. Night Watch. Watch, that's it, yeah. yeah. Really interesting, and that talks about Great logging, one. and it's very interesting, like, um, environmental storyline behind it, which is really key, and I think there could have be been more played on that, particularly in the world yeah. we live in these days. I think it just it made me happy. <laughs> Good. I don't. That's the thing. I I want to take people away. I do think people should see it, mm. and I think you should take other people. I think I think you should go in a group to see it. 
I would take people who are interested in D&D but not sure. I think you should mm. take them to it and then be able to have that discussion and then get into other games from those discussions. On Sunday, after I'd seen the film, I'd gone to a leading do or something mm. like that and I was talking to somebody about the D&D film and then we got chatting about role-playing games and now they want to introduce their partner into doing role-playing, you know. Cool. So it, they need the seed. They need People do need to see that sort of thing. But I feel like if you're a diehard D&D fan, you're, you're always going to find problems in quotation marks. And yeah. I'm not a diehard D&D fan. I just think I'm a... Your I'm issues not, I'm are not, not with it from a D&D point of view. I feel like as a D&D film, it's decent. Like, I, mm. you know, like compared to some, let's say, the other D&D film that's been out. Like for me, as a fantasy film, you know, when I could watch Lord of the Rings, I could oh, watch yeah. uh, Legend, I could watch Labyrinth, you know, other high fantasy films with visual effects, mm. with a really good storyline. I will, I mean, I will watch Labyrinth like that. I, you know, do you got David yeah, Bowie? Yeah, but that's got, an incredible. Oh. <laughs> that's like that's a, that's a solid. That's a Princess Bride. Yeah. Uh, okay, never, <laughs> <laughs> um, never ending story. Uh, the Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. Yeah. So I just want to say, like, mm. I do recommend people go see it. But I think just go in with the mind that it isn't the perfect film, both as a D&D no. film or as a normal film, but just enjoy it. And I think just take the music's great, um, but take music it, is great. I love the music. I've downloaded yeah. music. because I was like, it's very cinematic and stuff. And like, oh, got the Underdark as well. Like, and there's a dragon. There's fortunately a dragon. In it. And what incredibly, God. what incredibly like funny uh, take on a dragon. You don't get your classic. You get a big lumbering hulking dragon yeah. uh, which is I, quite fun and it is, i think it was fun i just wish they hadn't had the fat joke in it that was the only thing but I, they yeah. have to acknowledge that it's not like a traditional dragon but, yeah, I but just, i just like how it wasn't a traditional dragon i agree it yeah it didn't matter what it was it was just I mean, nice it was still it was like, fucking tense because they were like, still terrifying yeah exactly i like the the piss takes of like is the bridge and here's the like multiple oh, mathematics and I'm like the puzzles in it yeah, yeah like oh we need to do across this bridge and then obviously fuck it up instantly and yeah. it's the classic DMPC sort of thing as well of like I've got this amazing idea I'm going to explain it through this PC yeah yeah uh, yeah no I I really wish they'd given the paladin a bit more of a proper role but at the same time but maybe mm. that's because I think he was very well written and really well performed and mm. like the fact he is like I am here but I must leave now you know I think yeah. it's like you're like what a guy. Like, it but that's feel... such a classic DMPC as it well. Is. It's like, I can't fix the game for you. I can be here to help you with, yeah. like, moving the story along. And yeah. then I've got to leave now because of reasons. Because that's yeah. what DMs have to do. And I think it even fits. I agree, yeah. With the, it just fit if you know the story. Like, I kind of allowed a lot of those things because I was yeah. thinking of it like a game. Like, yes. the yes. fact that they end up in the games. I think the Displacer Beats are not that scary. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I fought on. them and they're really not that scary. <laughs> they're so, they are so like less like, powered. Look at this, look at this creature. I know, they're like, so, cute. so cute. I'm holding up a plushie of um, a displacer beast. But I've used them in games before. Actually, in all of places, it was in a, in a maze of all things. <laughs> well, that. Just yeah. joking that like the actual stats for a displacer beast are not as cool as, as the actual yeah. beast itself. And I, I wish they made them cooler. I wish they'd had more stuff in the maze. I, I generally yeah. thought at one point we were going to have a beholder, but maybe they're holding off to the I next. was... But holding you know, off. <laughs> oh, oh, I mean, yeah, I totally agree. Where you know, where is I, our beholder? I don't. See I them. believe if I was going to put money down on where they go next, it's either going to be Luskin or Waterdeep. I feel like mm. you'd go to Waterdeep next. I feel yeah. like you would want to meet Xanathar, and I think you'd want to go to the Yawning Portal and end yes. up in in the Under Mountain. Oh. Talking of adventures, can mm. I mention yes. uh, what I found out the other day, yes, which please. is that it's from the Dicebreaker Arc. 
Archital. So based on two adventures, which is the Gates of Neverdeath and mm. then uh, the Crown of Neverwinter. The Crown of Neverwinter. That's what I couldn't find. Yeah, the Crown of Neverwinter 4E. They sound really interesting. Yeah. I think if you want to, if anyone wants to play along or enjoy, take those characters because you can find them on DD Beyond. Yes, the Rose Gallery. Up. Yeah. You can't pick up Gates of Neverdeath. I can't find yeah, it. Yeah, I couldn't find that anywhere. It either. was a like a very small prelude and there is a pdf on scribbit but you know that's the only well, i know but that's the only place i could find i can't find to buy it anywhere so oh, i haven't yeah, had a no, i, I always it. look for that as well but also it's, it's dangerous to i will say this it's always dangerous to download pdfs which you're where they're from i wouldn't even download it i was just like that is yeah. all i can find it in the when i searched everywhere searched dm's dm's guild I, I, so i think there's a call out to dnd wizards to get that out but it, i think it'll be interesting to see but you can get the crown yeah. of neverwinter which deals in a crown similar to the crown they have to get mm. and deals with the the Fae and their yes. relationship to Neverwinter. So if you want to play along, the Gates of Netherdeath is just the prequel bit when they're in Fae. Yeah. So you could probably figure that out yourself. Uh, and yeah. but if you wanted to play along in a close enough adventure, that there, there is that. And I it is cool. $4.99 yeah. on the Yeah, yeah roughly about five dollars or something like mm. that. But yeah, I completely agree. There's also, I will say there's a couple of books, a prequel comic, uh two books, one about Doric and one okay. about the the heists they do before they go and are in Rebels End. Oh, that sounds um, quite interesting. Yeah. And I think again, it's that sort of thing where it totally makes sense. But I always find that any film that relies on you having to yeah. do homework around it, I instantly go, no thanks. I need but, I, I it yeah. needs to be interesting. But I that's, again, that's just me going, I, I'm, I'm gonna... gonna read these books. Probably yeah. not. But I on the TV show thing, I just yes. think nowadays there's so many movies that I'm like, oh, it'd be so great as a TV show. One that comes yes. to mind is Sicario. You've seen that movie? No, what's that? Sicario. One? It's about like the drug cartel and it's got Emily Blunt in it. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, she's it's great. It's got Love her. bad guy. Good. Uh, oh, I'm really bad with names. I'm so well, bad. We couldn't name any of the DD characters in this bloody film, so I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> I'm going to find it. Sicario. It's got Josh Brolin in it. Bad guy. Oh, Benicio great. del Toro. Uh, Isabella Mercedes and oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah. Oh, great actor! It's really good. It's about a drug cartel, but it's like the, it's, it could be a TV show. It'd be perfect as a TV show. Is my point. Mm. And like, I think when you see things like Mandalorian, you see yes. the, and, and on all the stuff and Loki, etc. I mean, like, if they yeah, made Loki. Loki into a movie, it would have been great, but it wouldn't have been as good. Yeah, it as would be short, six like one-hour episodes. D and D doesn't work as a one-shot. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think you should try ever. Yeah. Uh, and so, I mean, it can, but, you know, it really takes a lot of effort and you have to do one thing. Mm-hmm. And they try to do more than one thing. Yes. And I think the fact that there's a Dragonlance TV show coming out. Yes. I'm much more interested in that only from the point, as in I know nothing about Dragonlance, but because it's a TV show. Yeah. And if they said this movie is like episode one or is like going to be expanded upon in a movie. Like this is the intro heist. Yes. That'd been great. And then um, six months later, there's like a TV show that goes on with it would be so yeah, much cooler. That I agree. That interfaces yeah. with just one or two of the characters, like Doric mm. gets a TV show or, you know, or something. Yeah, on those like a prequel TV show sort of thing. Or just like a one-off. Just- yeah. Just like between Avengers uh, movies where they had, um wasn't a good one. I wasn't a great fan of Captain America. What was it? The Winter Soldier and Falcon. Oh, yeah. The Falcon and Winter Soldier. I, I do think that was the weakest one out it's of the all It's the weakest one. But, but it did a lot for being lot. able to explain that relationship. Agreed. And it, of, and it was good. Like the, I think yeah. the two actors that in the was, lead to it was, yeah. obviously had a lot of fun doing it. And also yes. it, you felt it as well. But yeah, yeah. The, that, that storyline, again, it's just not, not as great as Loki, but it was, yeah. it was still like, it had a lot of 
parts and it could give you a lot of time to negotiate that uh the, yeah. the sort of relationships that they both have to uh captain america vicariously without each of them in some respects yeah. and i thought it was really it's, it's interesting because we're now coming so obviously we're i know we obviously with the marvelification of yeah. these films and then obviously going into tv shows i mean we used to have stuff like you know like buffy uh, yeah. angel that sort of thing which uh, originally buffy was a film sabrina mm. was also a film and then yeah. they moved into tv shows and it was a regular thing that people really yeah. enjoyed that sort of little supernatural yes yeah. and then we went away to big films and then they're coming back so our viewing habits have changed i think that's the thing and i think to myself yeah. that's probably what is informing this decision again i always say this if this film had come out five years ago i would have been all over it i think is yeah. the, the term but, but if now, it was done like I, a yeah. disney level mm. prime or netflix or hbo tv show it would be I mean you, th you think about it we don't have The Last of Us film it's The Last of Us TV no, show and right? that would have been tragic if it was put into a film because I it would have been just like any other zombie awful. film and it's only benefited by its oh. by prolonging that sort of thing which it I still is. haven't seen the TV show but I can just I can tell from it, the game yeah it's it's very traumatic uh, it's great I cried well, as usual the game. yeah so does the game yeah exactly cried so, yeah. all the way through that ending. I was like oh, why are you crying no yeah awful but uh, but yeah, so there you go. Uh, that's our sort of quick sort of review yeah. on on amongst thieves. Like I said, I think we we agree on several things on about mm. it. Um, but yeah, so go see it. Like again, I don't. I, there's nothing that makes me go. I, I wouldn't warn people off it or something. Like, but I just know that I have maybe a different standard to things. I like, would. You know. Yeah, I would say I hope it does well enough that they can make a second. Yes, and that the second I think will be better for it. And maybe the Dragonlance TV show does well enough that they decide to stick with TV shows, but movies make more money, I think. So that's I the think reason. it's just it's yeah, it's that big sort of hit, isn't it? I also hope that they do more physical effects like uh, the Aracocra yeah. and stuff like because and maybe have it within the party. I know it's very difficult to do, but mm. I just again, I don't know about you, but the amount of times like, okay, so we're going to roll up our characters for a Crystal Strug campaign, what we've got. I see we have a whole range of wonderful people. Yeah. It's tricky because you're trying to appeal to the broad spectrum of people going to see fantasy movies and not necessarily mm. D D, but I just thought Considering we've had Galaxy of the Galaxy and all these sort of things, yeah. I think you can do it. People do accept people who aren't humanoid, but they are a small animal yeah. or a big tree person or yeah. whatever. So, no, I think so. Yeah. And I think, again, it's that sort of they need to mature and they will mature. You know, like we think of Marvel films from the era of Hulk, mm -hmm. you know. Like yeah. they're a completely different beast to what they yes. were ten years later, you know, two thousand seven, eight to now. Yeah. So I think it's just hopefully it's uh, something yeah. that will progress. I think so too. So yeah, I think it's a promising start for sure. Mm. So oh, well, that thank you Hamilton for letting me go. Oh, thank you. I yeah, I thought it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> If you're not watching a DD &D film and you're not editing, where can we find you on the internet? What's your next project? And what film would you say people should watch if they enjoy the DD &D film? What oh, right. You get on top of that. There you go. Okay. Uh, what can if I there do? Is one. What else am I doing on the internet? Uh, you can find Theatre Macabre as a podcast. If you search for Dragon Presents or you search for Theatre Macabre Dragon or whatever, you will find it there. There's. It's on, be, I'm sure there's a link somewhere. And then I'll just go, the other than that, I Bowie's is getting there. I'm editing, 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 editing. It's coming. <laughs> May is the hopeful time that it will be out. And then if I was going to recommend a movie that was related, we've already mentioned Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. I mean, this, the third one of that's coming out this month. I think Ghostbusters. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, the, what the, the the latest one or I haven't which, seen which the one? latest one yet. No, I've not seen the latest one either. So I uh, I don't know the first one. <laughs> I'm just like I think it's ensemble cast. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Maybe go watch go watch any of the other fantasy movies you mentioned. Maybe you should be like me and finally watch The Princess Bride, Princess Bride. at some point. Yeah, I was literally going to mention The Princess Bride, but I, I agree with Ghostbusters. Actually, that's a really cool makeup of people who are a little bit out of their depth. They yeah. often do something, and I would say that of the the two original or three original, and also of the of the two new ones as well. Like certainly the the all female cast one, I really really mm. enjoyed. Like it's just a little bit different, so I would recommend. I, I didn't know how was the, what was the new, the new one though. They it's called Ghostbusters Afterlife. Where that's it's like it. Was children. that yeah? That's the, I haven't seen. That's the one I haven't seen. I'm like yeah. I don't know what if it's good not what I think. It's, again, it's I, different. I think it looks very what cool. Did what? look good. Did Go look good. Was the new Indiana Jones in the it trailer? It does look good. Yeah, I, I thought re- they might have done it. They might have just got Ooh, it. Don't... The de aging looked good as well. I did think I it looked quite good as well. I was, I was, I was like, that's literally young Harrison Ford there, and then or middle aged Harrison Ford there because he wasn't exactly young when he made no. them. But Phoebe like, Waller Bridge as well in there. Bridge exactly. I just think with her attached to it. Maybe I really like her. Yeah, maybe it could be good. We also had the trailer for the uh, the the Amazing Spider-Man, the um the the animation, oh, the new Spider-Verse one. Oh, oh so good! But the first one is so good. That soundtrack. Talk about a music soundtrack. The oh. first one. Yeah, the soundtracks to that. That's the that best. Film. Yeah, Spider-Verse. I yeah I I check out hundred percent. Check out the second trailer for the um Spider-Verse two trailer because I didn't you're get right. that trailer. I'm so annoyed. Uh, I I check it I check it after after this call because I, you you're right. You're like, how can we improve on what is an incredible film which puts mm-hmm. packs in a lot, right? All these different yeah. characters of the same person. That is a great shout for like how to manage multiple characters. Give each of them a particular mm-hmm. like reasoning arc. Yes. arc everything. It all weirdly fits together because it's cracking writing a really yeah. poignant story at the end and it plays and, oh. on the themes of the all the spider-mens in such a great way yeah i just oh it's so good i want i could watch that a million i've watched I that guess, probably four or five times yeah that. well me too and i think why it works so well it's similar to like why it's live action obviously you have only certain parameters because you don't have that much at least in mm. like animation you're like okay a star explodes you can draw mm. that you know yeah. you can and the same with audio drama oh the ship sinks well you mm. can sound that but you can't you know so i think there's yeah. there, it has a certain benefit so maybe maybe they should think about doing a D animation instead i just think they wouldn't want to do that i just don't no think i don't think they would either because i think people think it might be feel, feels a bit childish perhaps it, quotation exactly. marks. but when you have spider-verse and like i said the second oh, well, one when you have vox machina like an 18 version of D. yeah i even think that's probably better Oh. That actually like lends quite nice onto then a recommendation then. Yeah. If you were wanting to look for something different, that is an actual play, but has that similar levels of stakes and stuff. I know I've spoken to you about it before, but a crown of candy on Dimension mm. 20 on YouTube as well, where it is just Game of Thrones, but they're all candy people, they're all cheese people. Mm. My God, the characters in that, they're obviously they're playing kooky characters in a sense, but there's some incredibly dark political bits in it, some incredibly yeah. sad bits in it. Like mm. there's almost a TPK, people don't survive. You know, you just sat there going, this is brutal. And you could tell mm. on the players that they are so connected to it. Mm. And that's what, again, any films or anything like that, I want that to inspire me to write stories like that or play stories like that. So yeah. 
if you want cool. to find out where I am, what I'm doing, mm. um, I, what are you doing? What am I doing? Uh, I run What Am I Rolling, which is a twice monthly RPG one shot podcast. As always, it's going very, very well. We have the first part of the between, which we did as a live show back in January. That is now out on the audio channel, which is mm-hmm. great because I've been meaning to get it out for a little while. If you like really dark things, you come to that game with no backstory whatsoever. And then at certain points, to succeed on certain roles, perhaps you have to be like, um, I take this move. And the move is like, okay, you now need to narrate a sort of vignette or something of this prompt from your backstory. And it's because oh, right, you have to okay. do it then and there. You can have stuff prepared if you want, but also you could just be informed by what's around you and then just do it then and there. So very improv in places. I love it. Cool. I've, oh, it was really, really good. So that's out just now. Um, we've got a Discord. It's out. <gasps> we do. And it's really fun. Come and join us. <laughs> come and join us. It's, it's, I am actually surprised that people want to come chat to me and to you. <laughs> um, but it's it's really lovely. I'm surprised actually. more that they want to talk to you, Hamilton, to be honest. No, least. no, no. That's not what I meant. But it's it's been a lot of fun. So please come and join us. There. We're just mm. chatting chatting shit, really. But it's also mm. quite fun. I find, and I think both of us find, a lot of like D&D, TTRPG news and just need to share it with people. So yep. that's mainly what we do in there. So if yeah, you want that's to- it. It's rather than just share it between ourselves it's normally mm. what we do but now we get to share it yes. to the whole group and people exactly. comment on it which is quite nice so yeah come mm-hmm. to find us there but also uh yeah uk games expo if anyone's going to that i will yep. be there uh i'm running some games uh there's something happening on the saturday which i'm 90 percent sure that i am running and also doing the final of but it's not been confirmed so i'm just sort of sitting here going please so i mm-hmm. so i can like, make my plans exactly make my plans um and I'll be we doing will a- both be at mcm Yes, of course, the weekend before, so that'd mm-hmm. be very exciting. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, with all of our all of our friends. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, so we come look say like, hi. So come say hi. Uh, we'll obviously put out more stuff closer. We are to that busy time, busy time Ex- in podcasting line, but yeah. exciting time. So all very exciting. Yeah. A lot happening as ever. But until next time, folks, thank you so much for listening, and we'll mm-hmm. see you on, on the, flip the flip side. side. Bye. <laughs> This is my opinion. Um, as a someone who likes D and D and role playing game, I'm, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't see it again. You don't myself. have to justify it at all. No, but I, I think, I feel, but I, you know, this is where we talk about Hamilton's negative thing. This is Fiona's negative thing. Going, I should have enjoyed it, and I was just sat there. I no. was grump, grump. I was grumble, 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 uh, grumbles, grumble, grumbles, grumble, grumbles on the back row. <laughs> <laughs>